0: A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. That's right. Welcome in, welcome back, folks, to a... 10 Ways Notre Dame Football Has Changed and Modernized Since Freeman Has Been at Notre Dame Edition at the Always Irish shout. As always, you can find the program on YouTube Do it, subscribe if you haven't yet Appreciate it very much Give the video a thumbs up That helps Yanni Boy out as well Notifications on that way You're alerted every time a new episode drops I know you don't want to miss it Twitter, search bar Always Irish Rat Always Irish Inc Email's always irishandy at gmail.com Audio only. If you don't want to see my face, I don't blame you. Go over there, check it out. Call in lines 312-988-15. You call, tell Johnny all you've heard and seen. Instagram, Facebook, Always Irish Inc. USA Today, Fighting Irish Wire. Read all about it. Patreon.com, a slash, Always Irish. Former Captain Mike Coolsby, leading tackler, by the way. Beautiful interview with Owen Streebig the other day. Oh, what a great kid. Good head on his shoulders. Ooh, he's going to be a good one, folks. Thanks to everybody that's joined. All right. Somebody made me mad. That's why we're doing this episode. Two people made me mad. That's why we're doing this. Okay. Welcome in. Welcome back. This episode's directed straight at the two people that emailed me yesterday and said nothing's changed with Notre Dame and the Freeman era we still don't win anything big this is the same old Notre Dame and that I'm out of line for doing these episodes getting excited about the future saying that things are changing and heading in the right direction so these people say I'm just a Freeman homer looking for any positivity and nothing's really changed in the program. And that I need to tone it down. I'm doing all this just for clicks, all that sort of stuff. So, you know me, that got me all riled up to prove these people wrong. So here we are, very straightforward. I'm just going to list. 10 ways Notre Dame has changed since Freeman's walked in the door changed in a good way from when he walked in the door till now here's the deal these are not in any order of like importance or what I literally just took a piece of paper and wrote down the top 10 things that went into my brain that are different so for those two people who are hating, and I'm not sure why, because they're Notre Dame fans. I know these people are Notre Dame fans. They've been around. They're just so jaded and so miserable, they can't even allow themselves to be positive about Notre Dame. And I kind of get that, but there's actual tangible evidence that things are changing in the right direction. So listen up. Here's my 10 bullet points. Again, they're not in any order. They're just 10 that popped into my mind. That's how easy it is to come up with these changes. 10 of them rolled right into my brain. Number one, more flexibility with transfers. A little more leeway with who they could get in and those class credits. There's a little more leeway there. But more importantly, maybe not more importantly, but importantly, they've come up with a much Faster, more efficient process to determine if a guy could get into Notre Dame. This has made a world of difference. And if you notice, Notre Dame's been acting quick in the portal. You hear about interest with Notre Dame and a guy and like in a day or two, the decisions made. This is is a big big difference when notre dame started to do the portal thing it was not working out because it would take notre dame weeks and weeks to be able to even figure out if the guy could get into school and by that time he's interested somewhere else it was not a good process they are streamlining that making notre dame more competitive it is showing in the speed with which they're working the portal number two the admin is ponying up big time money for assistance you have two of the best coordinators in the country at sec money levels that is a huge shift and a huge change number three notre dame's upped its nil game a lot notre dame has money has money to spend And they have Brady Quinn looking over it. That's a good situation to be in. Said it before, say it again. Notre Dame has NIL money out the wazoo. They're going to be careful where they distribute it. I like having Brady involved. Gives me comfort. He's connected to modern football realities. Brady gets it. Love that. Number four coming up this spring, they're going to announce a Goog renovation or a football building rebuild or whatever. You all know me. I always complain whenever I pull into town. There's 80 cranes working on a new building and never one time does it say football. It's everything else. Now it's going to say football. It's about time. Number five, the recruiting operations getting very, very streamlined. Similar with the transfers, just a quicker, more efficient process with everything beginning to end with this recruiting thing. Just the support in the office, how quickly things move, the guys they're going after, and how they sort through it. It is a much more streamlined operation. That helps everything six (laughs) this is kind of a big deal the powers that be are actually listening to the head coach when he speaks about what he needs and wants that has not always been the case with the football coach especially the last one who treated everybody like crap which made nobody want to work for the guy and help him out or get anything done. That is directly linked to the head coach's personality. And one of Marcus's biggest strengths is being able to navigate those relationships deftly. Makes all the difference in the world. If you turn off all the people who have the money and the power, you're not going to get anything done. If you treat them the right way, they might be willing to help you more. That's what we have going on now. It's a welcome change to that relationship. Seven. Marcus Freeman is paying close attention around the country to how these NIL deals are being set up. And I've even heard he's got his eyes on an Arizona-type model where everybody on scholarship gets a really nice fat base salary, almost. This is not done by any means. Notre Dame is not there ready to do this in any way. But I have talked to a couple people who have told me Marcus wants to get this to where every guy has a baseline that is really nice. And if you're the quarterback or the star player, you get your extra deals or whatever with beats or whatever, right? Freeman understands this landscape and he's trying to find ways to get Notre Dame right in the mix. And he's looking at that Arizona model. Notre Dame's not in a position to be able to do that or structure it yet. Just the idea that Freeman has this in his mind is an advanced level of modern college football thinking. You may not like it, think it sounds more like a pro game and not collegiate or whatever. This is what you got to do to be in the game and compete, you guys. I realize a lot of people don't like this and the, and the way the games feel more pro and less collegiate every day. Notre Dame's trying to thread that needle of holding on to the collegiate feel and those values but also doing enough that football could be competitive. Just the idea that I've heard from multiple people, Freeman's working towards that idea, progress. Number eight, Notre Dame social media is modernized 100%. 100%, everything they do with their digital on Twitter, on YouTube, whatever, modernized 100%. Oh, John, that doesn't matter that, you know, I want to talk about on the field. Now you're stretching. That doesn't matter. Ask recruits if it matters. Ask a 16 or a 17 year old being recruited if great, modern, cool social media stuff matters. It ain't about you being 56 years old at home yelling about the old days. It ain't about you. It ain't about me anymore. Number nine. Number nine and ten are two of the biggest things of all. Number nine. Notre Dame football alums. That means any former player who played on any Notre Dame team are now welcome back on campus with open arms, unlike with the last guy. The last guy just invited back the handful of his guys that he had a good relationship with and said, screw everybody else. Now, all of the football alums feel welcome to come back to campus and be greeted with open arms. Freeman put together an itinerary and emailed it to the entire database of Notre Dame football alums inviting them to town for blue and gold putting together banquets tailgates stuff for them to do around campus and they're all welcome back i thought that was in the spirit of notre dame all along but it wasn't under the last guy the only people invited back were the small group of his guys that he liked and that liked him that's not in the spirit of notre dame the more you bring back the guys from the old days the one stuff the better off we'll all be. Maybe it'll rub off. Number 10. Notre Dame kind of feels hip and cool again. In a way, it never really has since Lou Alts was in the title hunt yearly and got his pick of the best players. Notre Dame feels hip and cool again. It no longer feels old. It no longer feels cold, stuck up, stuffy, lame, like it has recently for wait for decades. That's just not a Kelly thing. Decades. That difference is palpable. You could feel that difference around this program. Online, when you're on campus for a game or not, you could feel it. That's healthy. That's exactly what Notre Dame needed desperately. And you got it. So there you go. There's 10 ways Notre Dame has changed just since Marcus Freeman has been in charge. And listen, some of these are bigger than others. You may value or prioritize certain ones of these than others, but they all add up. Even the small tweaks to the way they process potential transfers paperwork has made a world of difference. Look at how quick Notre Dame turns around those transfer guys now. Like, small or big, all of these things are in the same barrel of momentum trending the right way, more modern. And that was one of the biggest questions when Freeman took over as the head guy. And that coincided with all of the large-scale changes in college football overall. One of the big questions was, existentially, is Notre Dame going to have this modern, hip, young coach and let him instill that into every area of the program? Or are they going to resist it? They're going along with it pretty good. Trying to maintain our values, but trying to be competitive and as modern as possible at the same time. I love it. Now, I'll finish with this. You got to start winning stuff. Like, none of these bullet points guarantee you new CFP expanded format success. No, no, no. None of these guarantee that. All of these in totality make higher level results possible. Are you following me? I'm not listing all these, listing all these items and going, there you go, now Notre Dame's magically a title contender. No. But having all these things in that barrel working for you and with you, not against you, makes achieving higher results possible in a way that they have not been before. So you got to get it done on the field. And I cannot argue against the results that have not been elite. This is starting to change. It's starting to shift. And we're getting from the beginning of the Freeman era getting situated into starting to be winning time. So none of these things guarantee any eye-level results, but they make it possible to have higher-level results. They increase the odds that if you do things right, you could get higher-level results. And that's about as much as you could ask for right now. So let's see what these people that think i am just covering for Freeman, see if they disagree with these items or what. What do you guys think? Anything I forgot that should be on it that I forgot, let me know. You disagree with any of these, let me know.